Is it my headphones that are shit, or is your music just doing? Here we go. Thing? I got the music playing. We're gonna do this real quick. Morning Wood Radio, six forty-five a.m. on the hour. We have Alex versus Ryan. It's a final countdown, baby. Uh, I'm really excited about this. Alex is currently in his van. We've got Coach, Coach Scooter. And Ryan, I'm not going to lie, your head has shrunk about three sizes since the start of this thing. That's the most noticeable piece. <laughs> the weight, with the weight loss that I've uh, accrued, or I don't know what, what you call it, uh, weight loss cut down, it would, it would line up with that uh, assessment. I don't know. His hair, too. I don't know if Alex's head has gotten bigger or if it's just because the way that he's holding his phone and it's a lot closer. You do have a gigantic head, but has this challenge made your head bigger? I mean, if you watch my Instagram, my head's pretty big. (laughs) (laughs) You can see right here with Ryan because he always has that beard. I mean, uh, with Alex, like his right in here, he's trimmed up like his beard hides here. But you can see through his, like, eyelet area. Dude, I'm 212 pounds right now. I've been going in the opposite direction of you guys. I'm I'm fucking thick as a baked potato right now. I'm super thick. And what are you wearing at, Coach Goot? Uh, A hoodie. No, what are you weighing? That's a sick hoodie. Oh, 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 sorry, sorry. Um, I'm down under 190 finally. Good. Wow. Yeah. What did you What did you get there? What's What's going on in your life right oh, now? Oh, oh my God! It's been awful. Uh, Looks like you shredded a lot using, of weight, bud. Yeah, just using carbohydrates around my workouts, and then cutting it down, and then definitely having to go much lower protein than I'd prefer to go catabolic. It sucks. So, <laughs> lower yeah. protein. Yeah, yeah. That way, I don't refeed the the protein strands so i can strip the muscle off because i was already pretty lean so it was like i had nothing else to lose but muscle wad zombie's got a good point his drug dealer does have the same hoodie as that you are definitely the kind of dude who sells like acid tabs and eight uh dime bags of weed in his van yeah and it's got little pockets all in the hoodie like when your hands go in it's got a little square pocket in the center that's definitely like, a drug. Yeah, that's the plug hoodie. Yeah. I really I mean, miss when I smoked weed when I had clothes like that that I could hide weed on me. I've also flown so many times. You know, like the condom pocket on your jeans. That the pocket you're for your watch. <laughs> that's not for your watch, dude. That tiny little it's for thing. Your chapstick. It's for your it's chapstick. For the reason why. So they used to not call them five pockets. They were just regular pocket jeans. And that little pocket was for either your pocket watch or to take off your wrist watch when you were working in hard labor so you didn't break it and you could put it into that little slot, pull it out, see your time, and then put it back. I only mm-hmm. use that pocket for controlled substances. You mean uncontrolled substances. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I want to say. Dude, um, so that's interesting you bring up the protein thing. So if you guys know, based on a study, if – because of the amount of like how hard it is for your body to digest protein, your metabolic rate actually increases as it digests protein. It doesn't increase as it tries to digest carbohydrates because it's so yeah. simple and it breaks down. Uh, yeah, so it's basically, the most thermogenic. Yeah. So you, you want if you want really, you know, you can starve yourself to death off of eating only rabbit meat because it's so lean protein. Yeah, there's really? no fat. This is why when yeah. – uh, 
that when they do survivor school, they're like, eat everything on that animal. Don't just eat the protein. Like try to get all those fats, eat the skins. Uh, if you're, if you find a chicken or a turkey, whatever cook and eat the skin as well. Cause if you eat just the protein, you will die. Yeah. It said deaths from rabbit starvation from eating other skinny meats are rare. But yeah, it's skinny meats. You can definitely like you can kill yourself because it's just only protein values. You might have a, a pimple coming in on my head. That's gonna suck ass. I think I, I was thinking about shaving my head completely this weekend because I did not want this freaking haircut. Just grow uh, back. Shaving it all off? It doesn't Don't look do as it. bad as you. It takes think. so long to grow back. I liked it for like the two weeks that I had it, Dude. and then it's like, all right, I want it back. Yeah. Dude, you what should a- change your name to Johnny Bravo. I just want to have Johnny Bravo haircut. Alex, let's talk about potentially, since we are closing in on one week away from this challenge really going together, uh, are you going to do anything in the beautician category to maybe enhance your ability of winning? Like, are you going to shave your beard or cut your hair, do braids? Like, what, what are what are, some things? are you keeping a secret? Viking braids, bro. I'm, I'm pretty open to it, yeah. I'm open to a little... Uh hairdo and uh yeah maybe i'll trim a little bit my before pictures i was rugged so it's gonna look huge like a huge difference if i do anything dude you should pull it down here keep the the front and then put two of the big dutch viking like the old school like dutch braids like the viking braids where it's just two big ones like on the show oh like mark how does when when he's running he and he and the wife when they're running uh, races and they're we have an interesting opinion from Kenneth DeLapp. He's talking about trimming your pubes. Has that been something you're trying to consider at all? Because if you decide that you want to have like really risque pictures for your last submission, that could be something that really enhances your ability to win. Yeah, and it could uh, help account for total weight loss. 100%. <laughs> and you got somebody you, – you still have the people's choice. Anybody in the comments, if you guys want to vote right now, it seems like Thomas Ooh, Ooh, II uh, is already voting for Alex. He's going he, for Alex. But is that you your – That's my buddy. That's your buddy. That's the gambling dude. That's oh, Tom. Yeah. Tom, Tom. Uh, yeah, I do want to see it. I do want to see if Alex decides to come in with a risky pube, pube trim down because, you know, that's what we all want to see. I'm either full bush or I'm pr- I, I, future bush. I never go. Have you guys ever gone bald eagle? Yes, that's, but that's a weird comes at a cost. Comes at a cost. That's why I you got to switch bump? to the lawnmower. Really? Yeah, the lawnmower. <laughs> You you could go like this, and it doesn't cut you, and it feels it, it gives gives it a, a nice little shape up. Is this a buzzer you're talking about? Yeah, it's, it's a amazing. But it's called yeah. They've had three different versions. I have the two point It's got a light on it. Is this a company? Yeah, the yeah, lawn. The man, the Manscape. They make a sweet little trimmer. I thought about getting one because my beard trimmer broke, and you can use it for everything. Dude, I've got. Whenever I go down there with a trimmer, I nine times out of ten, it looks like I came out of a boxing match or like a UFC match. There's blood everywhere. Like I that's, that's wrecked the, myself. That's the thing with uh, the the lawnmower. There is no nicks or cuts. Jared Bercia, thank you, buddy. Dude, dude, I'm telling you guys right now, you got Kenneth, you got Kenneth, you got Tiny House Tom for Alex. I don't know what the fuck, Dylan. Put a vote in there. Hunter is doing his best Doug impression. Doug impression. Are you think Doug funny or are you talking about my dad? 
And then we got Jared Brachia. He's Ryan. He's only voting for you because you know how to pronounce his name, which I still don't think is true. I, yeah. So at this point, let's talk about uh, dude Nair. I've tried that before, and also I think those chemicals—if you do the chemical hair removal—it mm. could really bang bang you up down there. Like you don't want I, a chemical burn on your Johnson. Achi. I don't use Nair. That shit is so toxic. You don't want to put that on your skin. You know what's funny is like it took me until probably two or three years ago to recognize that the majority of name brands out there that are like trying to serve the public are severely underserving the public with the amount of chemicals and fucked up oh, shit that 100%. they're giving you. Like if you think about like the shampoos, like I always like you know what's the head and shoulders like anti dandruff and stuff. If you find out the shit that's in there, you're like, oh, it's oh, oh god. I get why dandruff isn't showing up because I'm wrecking my head with a bunch I'm of chemicals. Burning off the top layer of skin of my skull with like a some kind of acid yeah. bath. You actually want to know something is amazing for your hair? Egg yolks and coconut oil. Mm. Amazing. Not for just your when hair. you have lice. Yeah. Who the fuck puts Ed's yolks on their hair? And who the hell figured that out to begin with? Uh, way before they started inventing regular shampoo. Ooh, dude, we've got some more votes coming in here. We've got Wad Zombie voting for Ryan. Holy shit, Wad Zombie. Alice is a god. Aisha is coming in with Alex as a god. This is heavy shit. Put him away, Ryan. Whoa. Whoa. Come on, dude. That's pretty big. Gosh. This is this is very. We're gonna exciting. get in trouble. The FBI's uh, Homeland Security is gonna be hitting us up. I know. So I have You got a permit for yet. those? You got a you got a permit? Did you do a you background check? After our last podcast with that big buff dude, I tried to go out and do that rowing test to see if I could break six minutes. Whooped the shit out of me. I didn't make it. That dude oh, was such what a- we discussed on the on the last pod with uh, uh, what's his name? That dude's uh, a monster, Jason. Have you seen the size of him? Yeah. He outweighs me by about 10 to 15 pounds right now. And uh, every single one of those pounds is used for destroying ergs. That dude is such a tank. Yeah. Ooh. And he's like, he's 6'3 or 6'4? Six 6'3. Six he was like six one three. inch away from Hunter. 6'3 and like 225. Like, Jesus. Yeah, but he used to bench 400 pounds. So those arms, every time they move, move with 200 pounds of force. The dude's a freaking gangster. Um, we got another vote coming in from Noel Rat Ratgan, and it's for Ryan. Ratigan. Yeah. He's Man, he's seen the tape. How many of these dudes are you sending nudes to, Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> I, that's what I really want to know. Are you DMing all these dudes privately after the show? I've actually started an OnlyFans for just this specific reason of getting my content out there of 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 just this cut that we've done so far. I'll subscribe. How many people do you guys yeah, no, think I'm, right I'm now? With Ivan Drago. How many people do you guys think right now in your network, unbeknownst to you or beknownst to you, are have an OnlyFans account? We'll go across Ivan Drago. How many people do you think potentially in your circle are running an OnlyFans account right now? A lot, because I know really? a lot of models. Yeah, mm. friends pop There's, up with a new OnlyFans account like every other model? week. I mean, come on. Yeah, everybody's like, I know a lot of models, dude. Yeah, I'm like, all right. I mean, I'm a photographer, of course. 
<laughs> oh, oh he knows that they have an OnlyFans because what he probably does it takes five percent of royalties to shoot the content, and then they just pay him based on however much money. Is that how you're doing it? I have a buddy yeah. who who does something like that, and he's made over a hundred k this year. Titties in one year. Wow, we're in the I wrong gotta... fucking business. I'm gonna All say, right, Alex, to come to Texas. I need some content. What about you, Scoot? How many people do you think in your circle are running OnlyFans right now? Uh, well, I wouldn't say my circle because uh, my circle is very, very small. And I know that those people, unless you have one, Hunter, and so does Ivan Drago and uh, Rocky here, then, then no one. But do I know a lot of people that have them? Yes. Yeah. It is crazy, dude. Every single person I see on the internet, it's just like linked to it. We were watching this guy. Someone sent it to us on a link. This guy was doing jump rope, and his cock's just like bouncing around everywhere. So then I go to his page, and it's just all workout videos of his cock bouncing around everywhere. And it's like, what the fuck? What is he wearing, like like Speedo, like bikini cut brief or something? Some shorts. And I was like, this is crazy. This is crazy that this is like what the – Instagram is just porn now. Used to be like, hey, my friends are doing this. Now it's just like porn. Like your friends used to post pictures of the dogs. Now it's just them posting their porn. Yeah, I'm offended. I'm gonna get the little air up thing, like he has in uh, dodgeball, where he pumps up his little cock thing. And I'm just gonna, yeah, and I'm gonna start buying like small shorts, and I'm gonna do all my workout videos, and just put the like. This is how you do a box squat, and then right when I sit down, you just see this. Massive angles. bulge like over the front. I'll buy. I'll pay. I'll pay. I want to learn how to box squat, dude. Repeat. It's just like you gotta pump <laughs> it up. You gotta pump. Parker, we, we've seen the the previous uh photo shoots that you've done with just the towel over you. I don't know that you need to pump up. Yeah, look at that. Look at that. That's oh, erotic. So, how many people do this in Indiana? Is it a popular thing in Indiana? No, I. I I mean, I I get I don't know I, I I've never gone on to the it's site. More rampant than you think, and a lot of people surprisingly uh, they do the the like the feet fan or yeah only whatever and just post there. And I'm like, I've got finger toes, baby. I'm gonna start posting my feet up on there. I'm like, check out this toe. Well, we've run we've run down the rabbit hole on this one. Let's talk. Let's switch back over to this challenge because I know yeah. OnlyFans is entertaining. But let's just talk about the two training differences. I want to highlight Ivan, Ivan Drago to start. I have no clue what you're doing. I just know you're doing a lot. If I go on Alex's Instagram, Alex is probably – Alex ran a marathon the other day. Yeah, yeah, dude, that was impressive, bro. And so was that uh, front flip or back flip fail <laughs> off the dock. That was epic. That shit was Thank awesome. You. I love it. My signature move. Um, you, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're talking about when we were down there at the water. I stepped on a bee that day. That hurt a lot. Yeah, we filmed that. That looked oh. terrible. Um, yeah, so when I was in just graduated college, my ex's brother ran a marathon. And I told him, like, okay, like, that doesn't seem so hard. And, he, and I, I bet him a thousand bucks that I could do it in one month. And he wouldn't take me up on it. So I just took this as an opportunity to try to get a marathon in, in one month. And, uh. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't as bad as I thought, but did you send him a link and say suck it? <laughs> it's been so long. It, that was over ten years ago, so I don't even not connected to them anymore. Still stings, still stings baby. 
And then uh, I was at, I so here I'm at this gym right now and um, a new gym on the mountain just opened. And that's not new, dude. That's been there for years. Really? Oh, they, I woke up new to you. Remarket it? Maybe. Yeah, it's new to me. I was, I woke up one morning about to go on a bike ride and I was on Facebook and I saw that someone posted that, that there's a gym in town. And so I signed up right away and came in and I didn't expect to jump on the bike and bike like 56 miles, but I got excited. And then, uh, I guess, you know, that plus a half marathon and, uh, and, uh, I jumped in the lake and Lake Gregory and I got like nearly a half Ironman. I, I kind of fell short cause I, I was you not drinking water. Lake Gregory? I was actually paddling on my, on my board. So it was like a dry athlon, whatever you call it. Like, oh, a little fake. God. A little fake. Yeah, that is foul. So impressive, though. Like, I saw the the bike, the indoor bike ride on that thing. I was like, that's some David Goggins shit. He shows up, and he's like, 20 minutes in, I wanted to quit. <laughs> so I stayed on that bitch for another two hours. <laughs> that's how it was. <laughs> I, I went, okay. yeah. <sighs> I'm amazed. You just want to see how high that number went to see if you could break the, the speed, uh, speedometer, break, break the uh, uh, mile Machine. count. Yeah, dude. The, yeah, the laps went to a hundred, and then they started over twice because it's only a quarter mile lap. Um, Hunter, oh, yeah. I found this trail. There's this off-roading trail. If you go to Lake uh, Silverwood Lake, and then instead of turning left, you turn right. Uh, you can go all the way to uh, um, Dogwood, and so I took that. You know the the bar in the other town. Uh, is it Twin Peaks? There's a bar. There's a bar in Twin Peaks. You're yeah, I don't know if you've ever been there. Have you been to? You're talking. Is it by the Antler? Kinda, kinda, yeah. So I took this trail, this off-road trail, uh, yesterday on my bike, and you know it was like three thousand feet of elevation gain total, just doing a loop around back to my house. You got to try it. It's fucking. It's harder than the other trail you do. Really? The dirt trail. Is it? Pretty? It's steeper. Yeah. Yeah, it's really nice. You can see uh, out, out out the mountain the other way um, into the desert area. Interesting. All right, Ryan, what do you got dude, going on? Oh, go ahead. Boy, I want to say, dude, my headlamp did not work, and I was hitting these hills in pitch black. It was fucking crazy last night. On your bike? Yeah. Oh, I mean, two nights ago. Two nights ago. Is it starting to get really cold out there yet? They say it's going to get cold tomorrow, but today is really nice. It's still like 70. I'm pumped to come back, dude. Training camp in November. The boys are getting fucking beefy, dude. Oh, nice headlamp. Mm-hmm. Nice headlamp. <laughs> you said for Battle Bunker, like, expect the unexpected. You will there run you in go. the park. Dude, I totally forgot we have Battle Bunker next week. There's so much crazy shit going on right now. It's hard for me to even remember what we got coming up next. Uh, Ryan's flying in. Then we're going to put these athletes through the fucking total ass kicker of festival. It is going to be so much fun. I'm, I'm, I wish I was one of the athletes. It reminds me a lot of like the multi-day events that I've done. And in the beginning, you're so excited in the middle, you're pissed. And then near the end, you feel very encouraged and excited. And then you have like this come down. And then like a couple weeks later, you're like, I got to go back to that. Mm-hmm. Um. And we got to find something cool for you to do, Alex. We got to do some like behind the scenes filming where you're totally fucking with these athletes a little bit more on the side. Like you should get out there on the trail and film with them. You should be in the pool filming with them. 
I talked to Austin. I'm going to get in the pool. I yeah. feel like uh, Ivan's not the kind of guy who will get in the pool, but Alex, 100%. Like a C1. Oh, yeah. Man. That sounds so much fun, yeah. just kind of fucking with them and hazing them while they're doing this shit. Well, uh, it's interesting. Like, I'm not going to make anybody feel encouraged or discouraged. That's, like, not my place. Yeah, yeah. But it is my place to kind of, like, build this narrative and also this kind of illusion of what's going to happen next. And... Like, I want people to do as well as they can, but I will say that, like, the most exciting events that I've ever partaken in, kind of like the Go Ruck Games is a good example, they never were really giving you that much information, and they are also always kind of, like, letting you know how hard it was going to be. So they were just always amping it up psychologically, which I really did like. I was like, I'm going to fucking freak out, but I'm also so excited. Like, the first event that we did was this run on the beach carrying a barbell with an American flag attached to it, and they did not tell us the distance. And then you drop the, the flag at the end, and then you race back. Um, yeah. It was, it was really aggressive. So, yeah, I'm, I'm pumped about the, the spending time with these athletes and watching what they can do. Um, Ryan, what have you been up to? What has been your biggest uh, change-up and lifestyle plan? Uh, I think sticking to a meal plan. I've ate the Ooh. same thing for six weeks in a row now, and I love it. What is your What is your meal plan? Uh, we're We're hitting nineteen hundred calories a day. Woo! I do that in a meal. Yeah, um, and burning burning calories like a madman. So, like breakfast is a couple eggs, some fruit, get my fats in. Uh, protein shake and then lunch and dinner is uh 97 three ground beef with some rice and coach parker I, I'm, I'm looking for a refuel meal here pretty soon just be patient you get, you get a little boost up before it all gets crazy trying uh we do it before uh, i'll give him a little refeed here and there to build black the glycogen because he, he's doing that marathon prep for uh december yeah, so I got a marathon going on in December and then uh, High Rocks November 11th. So we're doing hybrid of hybrid. We got strength training and long distance running. Are you excited about uh, – are you more excited about the High Rocks or the, or the marathon? Oh, that's tough. I've never done the marathon, so I'm a little bit more nervous for that. But I think as far as training goes and, and what – happened yesterday and doing a high rock sim with uh you know starting off with the run and then four rounds of 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 like three different exercises back to back to back and then finishing with a wall ball like i felt really strong on the runs and the finishing of the wall ball now granted it was only like an hour but um normally i would get done with one of the the stations and then going to the 800 meter run i'd just be gassed and i was uh, the the speed that I was going at, I was like, I th- I could bump this up and, and still not feel out of breath. And, and I wasn't feeling any kind of way of out of breath. So I feel like the run of high rocks is going to going to be less of a challenge this time as I've actually put in the work for like running. Cause that wasn't the case for all the other high rocks that I've done. Maybe one. It I is an endurance that. event. And I tell people that all the time. Um, so what, 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 what kind of body fat you think you're coming in at? Mm. Uh, I'll tell you what I think As I will lawyer, lose. lawyer, you plead the fifth. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll tell you what I think I will lose, and I won't tell you what I'm at right now. I'm probably going to lose about 5% body fat. He was pretty wow. fat, though. 
What about you, Alec? How much how much body fat do you think you can pull off? Ten percent. I've never measured this before. I I have no idea. Um, you're naturally pretty. Lean. I, I I think I just had like this very thin layer hiding all my muscles. You know, I, I wasn't that big. I'm just a thick well, guy. That is, it's just you know, you got that winter coat because you care about your muscles more. You want to protect them. But I've I've so, noticed a lot of your photos and stuff like that, or like your vids, like you you naturally have uh, a build where I was like he'll he'll drop way easy. Why am I yawning so far? Yeah, so that in the pictures, um, can you get can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah, cut me out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, better now. Shit. Okay, okay. My before pictures. I had just gone on like basically a family vacation and was drinking a ton of beer and so much food. Like it hurt. I was eating so much. So that was just, that's what the picture was. Fuck. I can't tell if I'm in service or not. You are. We see you. Um, uh, Ryan, if you win the thousand dollars, what are you going to do with it? Hmm. I'd like to say pay off some bills, but the the fun the fun part is probably uh, book a vacation with uh, me and my girlfriend Jen. Ooh, some, where are you guys gonna go? It's fun. I don't know. I gotta gotta talk with her. It can't be the but, town next. Uh, can't be the town no. next door. You gotta go somewhere special. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know. I really want to go to Japan for my 35th birthday. Like I don't really do a lot of vacations for me. I always do workcations. Like people would think that I'm in London right now for, for like a vacation or hanging out, but I'm always usually tied to work. But I think I'd, I'd really like to go to Japan for my 35th birthday and climb Mount Fuji. I want to there go is, there so bad for snowboarding. There is a chance that my buddy Tyler and I, Tyler is the Apache pilot that we had on here. Like a yeah. year ago. How's he doing? He's, he's got to be back. He's got to end it. He, he had to end his contract, right? He, he ended it. He's finally back. And the first chunk of time he gets off is around Christmas. So we're talking about maybe going to Brazil for New Year's. Because mm. he only gets these like very small windows of time. And he's like, we got to go all in. He's like, let's go to the Alps or something. I was like, that's so fucking basic, dude. I was like, let's go to Brazil, do a ton of, and then, you know, I'm just kidding around. But <laughs> just... Just do something extreme. And I, we, a couple of years ago, I went and met up with him for Christmas, and I had just broken up with a girl. We climbed to the top of the mountain on Christmas Day and like danced in the rain around the Christmas tree on Camelback, and then we went and rode bulls. And it was like one oh, of those yeah. kind of things. Like I will close my eyes and I'll open them up, and like that will like come into my mind first thing. It's one of those like very potent memories. So I'm That's hoping dope. that if you have a vacation, you do something like that. Yeah. What is Alex going to do with his thousand? You know, this is imaginative because it's not going to happen, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Well, um, you know, there's a lot of things I want to do, but the biggest thing right now for me has been, I just spent uh, $4,500 on my skate prototypes. So I'm pretty invested in the skate business. Yeah. Which is just coming together really slowly. Um, It's, it's the biggest aggressive skate, uh, frame that's ever existed. It, it's double the size of a normal aggressive skate frame. It's like a scooter on your feet, 
essentially. And I've been testing it for years and I want to bring that to the public and sell it in Europe and in America. So it that's, looks uh, cool. It looks my like money all, all over there right now. <laughs> they almost look like speed skate wheels. They, they actually are speed skate wheels, but I found that when I jump off things like rooftops and bar, like six foot drops, I crush those things. And I'm a, I'm one of the biggest skaters out there, like size wise. So I got scooter wheels and I got metal cores on the wheels now. And so I would use those, but a lighter person or someone not jumping off these tall things and flat landing, they could use a lighter speed skate wheel. Yeah. Hmm. That's cool. I, I, got I, a question. I like how Great. big the grind, uh, like uh, the arc. Plate. Yeah, because it's like I know you all have yeah. the side plates, but the bigger one, it seems like you can hit so much more because you're not. It opens up the ideas and the creativity. You can hit like square railings without any issues. That's a huge problem for for skaters is like they can't really lock onto a square rail because it's got two edges. So you're always slipping off of it. Yeah, it, it's opening up the whole uh, you know just creativity That's for skating cool. and. Yeah. I got a question for you, Alex. You know, with a truck, you have springs, but obviously with these skates that you have, it doesn't look like a, a lot of give. When when you're going off these uh, these jumps, I mean, how much is that rocking your knees and your back because you're landing and there is no spring or give, and it's just your totally body is just absorbing all of the hit. Yeah, so usually skaters wear a heel pad, like a thick uh, – uh, uh, what's it called? Like a gel pad inside of their boot. And that okay. helps a lot because yeah. I've skated without that. One of the biggest drops I ever did was like 13, 14 feet. And I didn't have that. And my feet were destroyed. I couldn't do it again. Um, so yeah, gel pads for the win. Did you remember watching like back in the day, like the, the really hardcore skateboarding videos and skater videos where these guys were doing like 20 set staircases. Yeah. Josh Casper, dude. How the, fuck did those guys do that and not just destroy well, their bodies think about when a plane comes in for a landing right it's not dropping straight down it's oh, i know there's in. more momentum but it's yeah it helps still, a lot though still, it does man, like, soften the landing that's why when you see these guys get crazy amounts of speeds it's not just so much for the the drop yeah like clearing the gap it is to help with that landing oh it's gross and it's I only just, know that because the biggest staircase I ever ollied off of was 13. Really? That's big. Dang. Yeah. You a skateboarder? Yeah, I skated pretty hard. Uh, I had flow on flip for a little bit back in the day. That was cool as shit. And then the local skate shop, uh, skate park, uh, put me on. And then uh, so did the little skate and board shop that I worked at. It was a lot of fun. Oh. Yeah, some of the guys that I used to try Sick. to skate with, you know, kind of like train with, uh, they ended up going pro, and they were unbelievably good. It's weird. Like, skating was really cool, then it dropped, and now skating's cool again. Coming back. Yeah. It just depends on how much you pay attention to it. Like, if you're not paying attention to it, it seems like it disappears. Yeah, but you can just tell. Some of these social media yeah. accounts for skateboarding and stuff are just getting massive. It just – Certain trends seem to pick up, and it just like goes viral, and clips of it keep on going yeah, off. Yeah, sure. I was a Ryan Sheckler fan. Yeah, then he like went was good. way down the deep end. Mm -hmm. Hey, uh, not to digress too much, but I saw that OCR is going to be in the Olympics. Did you see that? Uh, it, it's like kind of in the Olympics, so it's like part of the modern day pe uh, pentathlon. So you have to yeah. become a modern day pentathlete 
and do all of these other aspects of the sport to qualify for it. So it's like, it's almost like being a track and field athlete. And all of a sudden they just added an extra category in there. Like you have to qualify and be good enough at all of these things to even participate. So it's like an exhibition type thing. Cool. So I think you have to like learn how to shoot a bow and also ride a horse. I actually, I think they're taking out the horses because they think it's abusive what they're doing to the horses. Cause everybody, oh, you mean what they've done for thousands of years, 100%. ride a horse and shoot a fucking arrow from it. Yeah. But some douchebag with a Twitter account doesn't like that. Oh, boo fucking who. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm excited that it's in there. Like what we used to do 10 years ago has now come up to the, like the yeah. most elite version of athletics. It just kind of sucks. Like if I found out that it was in the Olympics, there's a chance that I may go back and bust my ass to be the guy to be there. Um, but I would have to go learn how to shoot a bow and all this other retarded stuff. So I'm just not, I'm not into it. Um, but it's going to be cool for somebody, but I don't think any of the athletes that we know right now in obstacle course racing are going to be the ones who are competing in the Olympics. If you get what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. OCR has completely died. Like they just had obstacle racing world championships and it like used to be like, I'll show you videos. I just shared one of my Facebook of us doing OCR WC world, uh, OCR world championships in 2017 for the team race and there's hundreds and hundreds of people if not thousands of people lining every single obstacle and you're watching the best athletes in the world now going and there's like two people on the sides with their iPhones shouting it's sad i think the fact that it is a part of the olympics is going to help all the other little aspects of the sport like it'll create more like knowledge and understanding of the sport and whether or not like whoever's in it but it's good for the industry yeah it gives notoriety recognition i just don't know if it'll be dead between now yeah. and then because it's in 2028 you've got to clear five years <laughs> five years that these True. businesses have to hold on for between now and then and you Matt, just starting know. a yeah starting a business and having it last five years is a <laughs> massive success yeah look at this chris johnson couldn't agree more. OCR is dead. I was at OCRWC in 2015, and it was electric. Looked pretty weak this year. Yeah, it's sad. OCR used to be crazy fun. I mean, I'm talking about we used to go race, and 15 to 20,000 people would race the world championships, and then like half to 30% of them were at the bars afterwards. Like That was fun. That was wild. OCRWC, I think 2016, 2017 – we're in Canada and we all race. And then at the base of it, it's in a ski mountain. It's just a bar, bar town. Vancouver. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. It was, I mean, no Whistler. No, no, no. It was, it was, it was North of Toronto. It's like it's called huh. blue mountain. Oh, oh, okay. On the East side. And those bars were so packed and I had the most wild nights of my life there. Um, I missed that. I wonder what this weekend we, there's a chance that I might do a case race after the doubles race. This weekend. Just case saying. of Keystones? Case of was, Miller High Life? They don't have those drinks out here, dude. We're in the UK. They don't give a damn about that stuff. Indiana has plenty of Keystone lights. In <laughs> I've been trying to broker a deal with a beer company out here to have my own beer. And I'm, How's that I've going? Got, 
we're in negotiations, dude. Okay. And let me I tell like, you guys, I like the brand, it's great. We're we need this. Yes. I mean, I've been yeah. drinking beer and running fast for decades. If anybody's gonna put it together, I'm a dude. I used to idolize the fact that there was race cars with beer on them. If I get to run for the last couple seasons of my life with beer on me, beer logos, I'll tell you, dude. To I have said the same thing. Iron Man was at its coolest when Bud Light and like they had the Bud Light series. Like back, everything was better when it had alcohol and tobacco sponsors involved. Dude, There's money like, in seeing it. a Formula One car with the marble red and white on there was the shit or like Budweiser, yeah. like on a NASCAR or even in endurance sports, like Budweiser uh, had Bud Light logos everywhere. It was epic. Part of the reason why I've always been really interested in working with these brands is because as, as soon as you get to align with, um, like sports with brands, you are able to just like grow past the circle that it's in. Like yeah. OCR was like a small bubble. Like if we had gotten some beer brands on and were able to bring in other characters involved and do some cross like you know cross promotion it would have been mm -hmm. epic like represent yeah. i'm so pumped to be working with them because this the circles that they're in they're making they're reaching out really really big and they're an international brand and they've always been so awesome with the opportunities they provide if you get involved yeah. with a beer company dude and i get to like be best friends That's with like blue, joey yeah. chestnuts or something like that Dude, next Hard thing you know, Hunter's going to be trying to involve Nathan hot dogs in some type of sporting event where instead of a beer mile, it's like the hot We did a hot dog mile hot years dog ago. Obstacle course. In Durango, we did a hot dog mile. You literally would run and then eat a hot dog every lap. Full hot dog. Won that thing. Felt like a It piece. sounds like there should be a new one, and it is a hot dog and an eight-ounce beer every – 800 for like two miles have you seen the video of the guy who swallows the hot dogs down goes yes and then blasts it back out i haven't seen it come back up dude does watch, he have an only fans see if you can bring up the video i would pay for that i'm like what's he gonna swallow this week wait i have a because how would that sponsor work with the, with the beer company i get how represent would work they have represent shorts socks and and uh headgear but like with the beer brand you take your shirt off mid-run yeah, but you put it on the shorts and stuff like that. Yeah, and then afterwards on the podium, you put the hat yep. on. And you, you know, have in a reality, shirt. Like beer, uh, beer is not something for performance. It's for lifestyle. And yeah. like, dude, beer has never gotten in the way of me succeeding in my goals. It's actually connected me with a lot more people. Like beer is one of the greatest communal things that's ever been introduced on this planet. Yeah. And I'm not telling people to get like wasted every single night, but dude, Last night, I have a beer sitting at the table. Just it's sit social. down, have a great time. Dude, they'll throw in the Marlboro Red every 800. I used to smoke Marlboro Reds like a madman. I've actually been trying to smoke Black and Milds recently again. It's not Oof. hitting as well as I want it to, but I love yeah. Black and Milds. It's the, it's the right. leaf paper that's so much harder to... All right, hold on a second. Man swallows three hot dogs whole. Let's go here. I've Let's seen go this, here. but I haven't seen it cough it up, but what? this, is, this no. is the one that got me hooked on. The this, other guy looked way weirder. Oh, here we go. Watch him make it disappear. But this, there's a different guy I'm thinking of. But let's see. Here we go. Come on, athletic performance right there. Oh, what? The, what? God. Is this a magic trick? Yeah, dude. This is crazy. Oh, oh, that was foul. Look at his body type, dude. He doesn't really have that. He's got the farmer's tan going on. Yeah, the, this is hell? classic Indiana behavior right here. 
Dude, do you see that most recent post, uh, the post, recent post that I put up of me carrying those two sandbags? That's the most ripped I think I've ever been in my life. Yes. And right dude. now I'm up to 212 and I'm trying to cut back down. I'm going to try to race at like 192 this season. And dude, it's just going to be all veins and pain. Yeah, you posted that photo and I was like, oh, holy yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. It was like comic book epic. I went through a breakup and I was pissed off and I was like, and I also just lost a race and I was like, fuck everybody. Oh, shit. I'm going after the world hard. And I just trained and I didn't sleep and I sweat all night long and then I got shredded Look at these and just the world record. Yeah. Dude, those aren't enhanced. That's oh natural. There's no filters on those photos. And my arms right now are even bigger. There are runners that are semi-professional, non-professional that don't have legs as big as your arms. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, dude. I'm coming back. This is gonna be a how painful. Much, how season. much weight was in each bag? How much weight was in each bag? It was either 100 or 60. I think it was 60. But you're also so you're carrying my luggage the next time we go through the airport. Yeah. So you got a 45 pound ruck. I think I came second in this workout to a guy named like uh, Ulick Ulrich. What the hell is his name? He was some guy who was very like unsuspecting. Like you just wouldn't unassuming that you'd imagine this dude would be such a gangster at carrying these things. But the, the skin was ripping off my hands at this point. Mm. Yeah. Looks um, like you're carrying them by the fingertips. Yeah, dude. I was losing it completely, but I just kept on fighting. And all you had to do is just get that little extra flex and bicep pump. I'm pumped. Hey, um, I, I will say one key takeaway from yesterday's workout that I did. I won't give the whole thing away, but I was able to do the full 100 meters carrying uh, for uh, 100 meters on kettlebell carry, farmer carry with 60s, and I didn't drop them the whole time. Can I ask you a question? Are you taking creatine during this time or not? Yeah, I'm using Strength X2. I, I would want to know honestly because sometimes oh. I've been taking creatine and it's made me so much thicker that like my ass cheeks are blowing out the back of my pants and my tits are huge. But I don't know, like I wouldn't be losing weight and transforming the way that you want to go to it. Sometimes creatine will make you hold a little bit more. I mean, I'm drinking it every day with the hydro. <laughs> Are you taking creatine right now, Scooter Magooter? Uh, yeah, I, I'm waiting for uh, I can get pre and X2. So I'm having to use my builder and then adding a uh, another brand of creatine. I started doing creatine as I started to drop weight. We we have creatine now. X2 is here. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll send you one. No, I know. I need to get some. I, I want to yeah. get the pre as well because I, dude, I go through builder multiple times a day like i will take a half a scoop and throw it into a glass of water in the morning after i have coffee boom i preload load i love that shit yeah it's pretty crazy like i sit down with people and like we just keep on going around and traveling and like asking people about their hydration and usually people will come in they're athletes and i don't even see them holding water bottles and i always like one of the first things i'll say in my speech is i was like you guys are all failing like you don't even have to be taking my supplements the fact that you don't, you're here to train in the yeah. gym, you guys don't have water bottles. You're proving a point to me that you like, it's just maintenance level. Not even, we're not even talking about performance. Like you no, will get yeah. to perform at a higher level once you hit your maintenance level, but none of you guys are even hitting that. Dude, and I go ahead. I'm sorry. 
No, no, no. Good. I, I've been, I'm the same way. Like I don't understand, especially down in Texas where I spend the majority of my time where people will do 45 minute runs outside in the Texas heat with the dew point humidity. And I'm like, you don't prehydrate or bring even a little mini flask with you with electrolytes in it. And they go, no. I go, and you wonder why you feel like shit at the end of every day. And then you do these workouts on Monday and Tuesday. And you're like, man, every time the weekend comes, I have my, my big sessions and I just don't have any energy. I'm like, you're dehydrated. Yeah. Like massively. Like I, I like, I will only run outside in Texas in the summer for no more than 20 minutes. If I have a brick, Yeah. anything over that, I have a flask. And if it's a 30 minute run or 45 minute run, I will have anywhere from at least a half scoop builder to a full scoop of builder every 45 minutes to an hour. Dude, I have to say after that training camp that we did for iron, uh, for starvation, when we were in Austin, that was the most fucked up I've ever been in my life. I was also going through a stomach bug and like shitting on the side of the road. But, I remember talking to you about that. Oh my God, dude. I don't know how you guys deal with the heat. I don't know we how just, you guys deal with it at all. Like it, you, it's you, mind blowing to me. You have to, uh, so like people that I coach that are down in Texas, I'm like, Hey, when you go outside for this run, try to hold this pace, but you have to watch your heart rate. Yeah. Like the, the only way to get the endurance in and, uh, some people are like, dude, I was doing a minute slower today than what I had to in order to keep my heart rate slow. And I go, your body does not know the difference between a six minute mile, a seven minute mile, an eight minute. Your heart and your body just understands it's hot as fuck. And the effort level feels the same, if not worse, even if you're going slower. Hmm. Dude, so, a nine minute mile in humidity in Florida or Texas could be a seven minute mile in, in California all like, day. All yep. day. When I did the New York City Marathon uh, like four years ago, yeah. now five years ago, I literally trained at a 9.30 to 10.30 mile and prepped for six weeks in the heat. I got to New York and said, I'm going to enjoy this marathon. I'm going to keep my heart rate at 140. Dude. Very low. I was like, I'm not going to go smash it. I ran an 8.30 pace with easier effort. Yeah. Dude, one thing that I recognized I screwed up when I went to go do the Murph World record, I went from Colorado and we were at altitude and I was oh, it was dry and calm temperatures. Yeah. And I was doing it in like February and March and April where it was like very relaxed. Then we did it in May in North Carolina where the temperature up and the humidity yeah. was up. And dude, the effort was so much harder for me. It was yeah. so much harder for me. And I, I didn't think about it at all. It, I should have just put together some math on that. But when I go again for it, I'm going to be doing it basically like either in Arizona or California early in the morning in like December or January and just absolutely crush it. Oh, yeah. Dude, you got Jared Brackia saying builder's life. Yeah, no big deal. No big hey, deal. Got I'm looking more. at the winner for uh, two weeks ago, uh, the contest of leave a comment and you might win something. We got Aisha here. Already hooked it up, sent her out the package, and it should be oh, arrived. Aisha, one of the yeah. gifts. One of the gifts of the gab, baby. No, Martin Luke's just saying, I don't understand why the hell you live in Phoenix, bro. <laughs> what are you doing? Like, did you go to college there for the babes, and then you just never left? Or were you born there? Like, those are the only two plausible choices. Otherwise, you were living in the desert, and you are living in misery. I don't understand how anybody does it. 
And I feel bad saying it. I feel it's kind of the same way about Texas. I don't know how you guys are doing it. It's it's hot, bro. Um, how much water does someone? How much water for somebody who works out every day? Ounces equal eighty percent of bottle uh, body weight. Regular electrolyte water. Just curious, what do you guys do? So Chris Johnson. Usually, what I do is like for every ounce of lean mass, I tr- for every pound of lean mass, I'm trying to get almost one ounce of water. Usually, getting around seventy five percent to one ounce of water, depending on the amount of volume you're training. And if you're training like a significant amount, it, it, that's where you get to that one ounce per pound of lean body mass. So yeah. I can get up to 200 ounces of water in a day. And I know that may sound crazy, but if you think about it, it's ten of almost 10 of these water bottles. It's about eight of these water bottles a day. So if you think about it, you're starting out the morning where I take Builder and I do about 30 ounces, 32 ounces of water, and I blend it up in the morning and I chug it down. And then – what we prescribe people to do is for every hour of training that you're doing, you need to take in a 24 ounce water bottle with an electrolyte product. Our company has a thousand milligrams of electrolytes in it um, to replace what's going on in your body. And often if you're in a really, really hot and humid place and you're sweating aggressively, you should almost double up on the product. And you know, it's not, I'm not trying to push you towards our product, but just, you know, a glass of water is not going to perform um, enough for you. Like if you are actually training and being competitive with your style of training, you definitely need to do things to enhance your water to perform at a higher level. It's the same way if you're training hard in the gym, you know, you need things like creatine. And if you're training hard in the gym, you need things afterwards, you need things like protein shakes and and carbohydrates to repair your muscles. The body is like a science project. And if you're trying to get everything running, you need to have everything topped off at least to perform at maintenance level. Um, another way I like to describe it with people is electrolytes and water is almost like the oil in the car. It's not one of these things where it's like this performance boost that you feel, but if you're under, if you're undernourished in that category, what you're doing is you're creating damage to the car and you're basically decreasing its longevity and its overall performance. And that's where you can overheat and blow a gasket you can have a cramp, any of those kind of things. Um, when you take things like beta alanine, that's kind of like a nitrous. And uh, if you take things like strength X2, that's like adding more torque basically to your car. So, um, yeah, the car analogies are always something I've gone to as well. Like people think, well, I don't do running and I just lift. And I'm like, do you want really good muscle contraction? Do you really want to get a good pump in your lifting session? I'm like, hydration is the key to not just daily living, but especially when you go work out. Yeah. I mean, the thing is also, dude, if you're just going into the gym, being hydrated allows your body to do uh, protein synthesis at a higher level. And it allows your body to have a, um, a metabolism at a higher level. Like you, you just have to understand this maintenance level of hydration just brings you up to like an active level. I'll never forget my grandfather had a stroke and they took him to the hospital and he was like so low cognitive capabilities up until that point. And then we came and saw him at the hospital after a couple of days and he was like completely aware and awake. What's going on? And they're like, your grandfather was so dehydrated. And all my grandfather did in the morning was wake up and have his coffee. And then the rest of the day, honestly, he would have like orange juice or just vodka. And I'm not saying my grandfather was like an alcoholic, but like 
that's just people don't even think to grab towards water. And my grandfather was a totally different person. I was amazed. Yeah. I was like, what the hell, man? You're 20 years younger. You're completely a different person. And you'd be so amazed by how many people are so chronically dehydrated. It was like the one thing that completely changed my life once I started to figure that out. Um, skin performance, longevity, health, hormones, blah, blah, blah. But I could talk about this shit forever. There should just be... Oh, I, I, I got a uh, uh, training question for you. When is when is the appropriate time to start adding a weight belt, like a, a two-poo? I or saw what? that comment. Yeah, so... No. It was one of the questions in, in the email, but it's like, is it a certain weight per your person or for everyone? Is it per person? And then at what percentage is it like, hey, I could be straining my back. It's time to wear a belt. I think once you get above 80%, you can use belts. Of your one, 80% of your one rep max? So if I'm going to deadlift 500 pounds is my max. So 80% is now 50 pounds. is like anything over 400 pounds I'm belting up. And you got to figure, here's the other thing. Technically, if you belt up, it allows your core to brace more. But if there's another muscle group that's less stable, your core may be braced, but that other muscle group may go off. So it's either you're going to hurt your back or you're going to hurt that other muscle group. So you have to be very careful. Like your body has to be able to be ready to go up to those higher weights. Because let's just say all of a sudden I belt up and I'm going for like a power clean and my, I'm just weak in my hamstrings right now. I might pull my hamstrings. Mm. because my i'm able to generate and brace more force for my core but that other weaker place is is like inhibiting my strength and all of a sudden it tweaks so you just got to be careful like sometimes belts will give you false senses of capabilities mm -hmm. and that guy does bring up a really good point um jason who we just interviewed lifting for speed is healthier than lifting for weight for the most part but you're also in reality, like if you're trying to push the limits on being a stronger person, um, not being an athlete, but maybe just being like a power lifter or trying to add more muscle mass, it does take a certain amount of weight to create that stimulus to go where you want to go. It's not like you can move a 135 pound barbell faster and faster and faster and keep on getting more muscular. There's a reason why guys in the gym who have 315 pounds on the bench have bigger muscles than the guys who are moving 225. So don't let me, um, don't let that like, you know, confuse you, but the belts in my mind, um, I almost don't touch it until I start to get wicked heavy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it will, that hopefully it's a good explanation. Bitches. Um, Hey, guys, so let's talk about this. Uh, we got probably six or seven minutes. Let's talk about this, uh, Hyrax double, Double uh, weekend potentially going after that WR. Um, I mean, dude, John Wynn is a fucking weapon. John Wynn is a weapon. He should have been third at Worlds last year if he didn't run that extra lap, at least in my mind. Mm -hmm. So you got the first place guy and the third place guy, potentially third place guy coming together. And then you got the fourth place guy and the eighth place guy racing against each other. So like, you know, first of all, I always think it's horses, not courses. So first of all, I'm going to, beat the fucking shit out of those two pussies. And then after that, um, we're going for the world record. Like, I think I always, you gotta, you gotta aim for that world record. We'll figure it out once we get to the course. It's two laps. Um, and when I say they're pussies, I'm friends with Graham. I'm friends with James Kelly. I think they're awesome guys, but to think that I'm going to show up and just 
you know, I'm going to give them hugs and kisses. You're fucking wrong, dude. I'm here for glory. Uh, you you give the them way, a hug and kiss afterwards when you have to help them mend their boo-boos. Yeah, dude. dude hey, have you, have you stopped you showering? Okay, is, okay. is this the point where you stop showering up to the race? So I haven't come, I haven't come in a while, and I smell like shit. There you so, go. It's race yeah. time, baby. I'm going to Soho House tonight. People are going to be like, ooh, that boy stank. He's right. Yeah, he's pulling a Dennis Rodman. That's right, dude. I should go Plays out and do a basketball do that. Absolutely destroys. Doesn't shower. Goes to the club. Picks up the baddies. Dude. And then. You got to understand that psychological stimulus is so much more important than people are willing to realize. Like if you're just at home right now and you're training all the time, and you're measuring your food all the time, that might be the psychological stimulus that you need to feel to feel comfortable. My psychological stimulus is like, I need to go drink beer and arm wrestle against dudes in the bar who I don't fucking know, snap some wrists off them. And then I come in all puffed up, ready to go. Cause doing a bunch of like random cardio workouts and EMOMs and stuff, it ain't hard enough. So I need a little bit more, I need a little more pepper on my steak, if you know what I mean. It just went over the top, bro. When Stallone gets oh, ready, he oh, throws his hat on backwards oh. and he's like, Yeah, dude. I've been over the top. I've been watching a lot of action movies recently, if you know what I mean, dude. Uh, I think I'm probably going to watch Delta Force. I'm probably going to get naked and just do air karate and watch all three Mad Maxes in the living room. I'm here and George isn't here, so it's just going to be a solo mission. Gay Boy Berserkers. Gay Boy Berserkers, rush the gates. (laughs) (laughs) I have seen Gassers. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm a little disappointed in Fury Road. You took, like, a really great character who is Mad Max, and you kind of suppressed him to elevate another character who I don't think they're ever going to continue in the storyline. Yeah. Um, and that's just my approach on, you know, uh, modern-day cinema. I did love, though, the war band and how they about showcased him. I was like, dude, I need this everywhere I go, on the freeway, blocking traffic, them just behind me. Dude, I, I we could set that up. Uh, and did yeah. you see how long it took, that whole scene where they they have the dudes like on the big poles, like bending in and out, trying to grab shit? Like, that's not CGI'd. Like, they, they put that together. It took them, like, some crazy amount of time to make sure that they got it all shot. <laughs> Uh, dude, sorry. Just had to look at a note. Yeah, I mean, that was a very, very big, big investment on that film. It was a crazy, crazy film. Because I'm assuming almost all of it was CGI, and it was just a bunch of dudes in the desert. No, they tried to shoot a lot of it, and I believe, like, uh, like where those dudes are, like, on those poles. Yeah. Like, I believe it was, if I'm not mistaken, I remember watching something on it where it took them, like, some crazy amount of time because they shot it, not green screened it. Really? Yeah, I was like, okay, that's pretty epic. Some, some real Tom Cruise stuntman work. Great I was literally just about to say, I literally, dude, we should have a podcast entirely on that because we did do, when Morningwood Radio originally started, it was Matt Kempson, my roommate, and I, and we would sit down and we would bring up subjects about like the greatest serial, the greatest action movie star, and we Tom never Cruise. got to the greatest. Well, dude, there's so many. What do you think about um, Tom Cruise is up there? But he's the only one who can not only do it in the movies, but he can he does it all. He doesn't have stand-ins. Like the dude Jackie has a Chan. pilot license, a helicopter, motorcycle, yeah. driving. You the dude Chan. is the character. Jackie Chan. 
But hold on a second. Well. We, we have to put metrics to this because you also have to believe that the action star that you're going up against is an action star. So like if you look at Tom Cruise, he's like the unassuming action star. He doesn't carry that presence about him. But if you look at like Stallone or Arnold Schwarzenegger, the people who kind of shape yeah, get- action stars. Yeah, but they'll get outclassed all day from Jackie Chan and Tom Cruise when it comes to the actual stunts. But that's it. This is the metrics that I really want to design and have a whole podcast around it because we have to create a couple of things that really measures an action star. Because we all can have opinions, but we really need to find out, like, what... Need a, a, I don't know, like, when, they, when they award, award best actor or actress, whatever... Yeah, what, it's based on... Yeah, there's got to be some kind of metrics yeah. that are measured. Then I would there. say Jackie Chan then. Jackie Chan's a freaking beast. Dude, remember he... Rumble in the Bronx or First Strike? Like, the shit that he would do in these movies, you're like, oh my god, if he does not survive this stunt, he's going to die. Have you seen the more recent one? I think it's called The Foreigner. It's him and Pierce Brosnan. And Even at his age, one? you're like, what the... F- is he- How is this possible? It's so good. You're it's crazy. Jackie Chan! Dude, Rush Hour is such a good movie. Rush Hour, one, two, oh, and three. Dude. Chris I love the Tucker? second one when Chris Tucker's like, I like my chickens dead and deep fried. <laughs> <laughs> Why ever heard of Tucker's career just disappear? He, I, he he's got a couple stand-ups, but uh, yeah, I think he's he was out for a while. <laughs> he went back to preaching and stuff like that. I kind of feel like the industry really crushes a lot of people, makes them go crazy. Mm-hmm. I think they so, just get fed up with it, and then they're like, I need a break from this. Like, I need to escape this uh, stress. I like the reality when you when you watch um, – what the hell is the name of the, the, the black comedian who disappeared for a while? Dave Chappelle. Dave yeah. Chappelle. He, he talks about the reality of what goes on in that business and kind of like hints at it a lot. And I watched a video on him the other day and, it, and just some of the stuff he was He's saying about the industry – I was like, this is fucked up, but it's like honesty that everybody needs. Yeah, he's he's the GOAT. He has such yeah. an amazing way of taking these serious situations and then throwing in a punchline that you, you thought it was going to go one way, and then he brings it from left field. You're like, whoa. Legend. Yeah. I'm supposed to go work out tonight, and I don't know what to do. I kind of – I trained really hard up until this week. And then I took two days off in a row. I went running for six miles today. And I'm supposed to go to the gym and do some like Murph style stuff tonight. But I don't know. I don't know what to do, boys. That sounds like when your body and your mind and emotions telling you, I need another day of Mm -hmm. like actual rest. I've learned in the process where it's like when I'm trying to find something, I'm trying to find something to do. It's my body's telling me. Dude, take you ran six miles, take another day and rest, and then you usually wake up and you're like, I'm fucking ready to go. Yeah. I'm just supposed to be right now, like if we went to my Strava, like you can look at the peak that I had last year. This is the time where I'm supposed yeah. to be picking up and doing like twenty hours of volume plus a week. And it doesn't really matter where it comes from. Like I'll spend three hours on the bike one day. I'll go yeah. into the gym, two 90 minute sections. And I don't have pretty much almost any rest days right now. I'm just kind of constantly moving and it's necessary. Like you're meant to kind of be flat this time of year because the first time I should be racing, if everything's going to plan is in Stockholm and that's six weeks from now. But like, I need to be doing work right now to be having results then. 
Yeah. So that's why I kind of get there. And I'm like, even though I don't really want to be doing stuff and I'm a little stuffed up right now, uh, I, I just tell myself, I'm like, shut the fuck up and get out there. Oh, dude, get a pot, boiling water, throw some squeezed lemon in there and throw a couple dashes of cayenne pepper. Once you get it boiling, reduce the heat to where it just creates a steam yeah. and just sit over it and just slow inhale, exhale, just breathing it in through your nose for like 20, 30 minutes and you, it'll literally just start dripping out. Yeah, I need to do that, dude, because I went into a sauna the other day. And I did it, and it, like, dumped out everything. I felt, like, amazing. Yeah. And, and massage your I came uh, out, sinus sinuses. Cavities. Yeah, like, get yep. in there, and you'll find, like, the little nerves, uh, <sighs> like, pressure points. Get in there, find them, smash them, and then tilt your head back and hold it for, like, 30 seconds, just jamming in. It hurts. But you will literally feel it, like, go down the back of your throat. You know what else works? Oh. Putting uh, cloves up your nose. Garlic and then clothes? Just garlic clothes. The, yeah, I've seen a couple of videos. That, yeah, then it just... Have you done it? I've done no, it. I've only, wa- I've only watched hurt? videos. No, it doesn't it hurt. It, just, it, it, it allows your... I mean, allow, allows everything to come out. Boys, I'm on to the next interview, so I got to bounce. But I appreciate you all coming in, guys. You got, fuck, like about a week left to really take this in. Oh, I mean, hey, we got the 26, go, one, I seven, think instead eight, of submitting eight, photos... I think on the day, November 1st, we need to have a live podcast to where they have to show up in shorts and do a full reveal live. I'd have to move my... Yeah. We need, we need, we can do a full reveal live, but we need photos so that people can have a contrast because we have to have a vote. But I We're feel like we should, we should release the lot or we should release those photos on the show for the first time. And then obviously put up the poll to vote. Yeah. I think a live reveal is uh, Alex can't do any doctoring to his uh, photos like he does so well. Hold on a second. Hello. Yeah. Hello, Alex. Sorry, All right, boys. I'm over now. I got to get to this one. We'll talk next week to come up with a plan. Thanks so much for showing up, guys. I'll see you in uh, Birmingham, hopefully. And uh, up, dude. Get some rest. I will. I'll get some rest. I love you, boys. I'll catch up with you soon. See you guys. Peace. Alex, braids, you better come with the two big warrior braids coming out the back, dude. (laughs) And he's gone. Bye, guys. Later, homie.